In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It is true that there are thousands and thousands of canonized saints. We don't have enough days in the year to give each one of them their own feast day. There are dozens each day. That being said, I don't think that's the reason why we have one feast day for all the saints, just for the sake of convenience or out of the practical necessity of not being able to honor each of them individually, so at least we honor them all collectively. It's worth remembering that the saints, just like the angels, don't read our heart and our mind. When we speak to them, when we address them, or if you want to use a Shakespearean term, when we pray to them, they can hear us. It should be of great comfort. It means the fallen angels and the damned, they can't make mischief with our guarded thoughts and our guarded prayers. But it does mean then that we have to deliberately address the saints for them to hear our desire for their intercession. That being said, I don't know that this is merely a Catholic shortcut so that now we're praying to all the saints all collectively and therefore we benefit from all of their intercession. I don't think that's the reason why we celebrate All Saints Day. Although it would be a pretty good reason. Actually, when you look at the liturgy of the church, which includes more than just the prayers here at the altar, but also the prayers of the liturgy of the hours of the divine office, it's very clear that we are given this opportunity to celebrate all the saints precisely because the more we honor them, the more we befriend them, the more we want to become like them, and the more likely it is that we in turn become saints. But I would even caution you that it goes even deeper than that. Remember, too, that the church doesn't simply canonize people because they are in heaven The church canonizes people because their lives are exemplary and because we know their intercession to be efficacious. So this isn't just simply the day to remember all of the, the infants who died with the sacrament of baptism or all the people who had a happy death who, who certainly died in the, in the odor of sanctity. We do remember them and we honor them. But it's good to consider that all of the saints includes especially those whom the church has raised to what we call the honor of the altars. Exceptional people who didn't just simply trudge through purgatory to get to heaven by the back door. But offer us an example and whose intercession is demonstrably effective. 
So waiting for a miracle or two miracles isn't just simply an ecclesiastical hoop to which we subject the future saints, but it actually gets to the heart of the matter. We're not simply making an exhaustive list of everyone whom we think or are certain to be in heaven. That being said, honoring all the saints and knowing that there are thousands of canonized saints and thousands upon thousands of saints who are not canonized, it should impress upon us the reality that it's normal to become a saint. It is normal to be holy. That is the ordinary course of life, is to become holy. We should, we should be so overwhelmed by the enormity of the, of, the, of the heavenly host that we come to the conclusion that that's how we all should end up. Realizing it's not simply a matter of our desiring it and our determination. It is, above all, an incredible work of God that this even happens. So, yes, we should be amazed and in awe of the saints. We should be aware of, of how many there are so as to realize that it should be normal to become a saint, and at the same time realize that it's impossible for me to become a saint on my own. This is the work of God in every human being. And so I propose to you something that seems to be really the ultimate purpose in having All Saints Day. as is the ultimate and the primary purpose for everything that happens in this sanctuary, which is to give honor and praise and worship to God. We honor God and we, we are in awe of him because of his work of creation. And even more so, we are in awe of the love that results in the only begotten Son coming into the world to be incarnate and to suffer and die for us on the cross and to rise from the dead and to show us his victory. And then how much more so are we in awe of the God who sanctifies these people? Every human being is redeemed. Some of them respond to God's grace. Many of them respond to God's grace and are turned into sons and daughters of God who worship him forever in perfect holiness forever for all eternity. How awesome is God that this is the reality of the present and hopefully the reality of our future. The beginning of understanding the purpose of All Saints Day happens in every confessional. It happens frequently enough that someone says, I'm, you know, I accuse myself of impatience or, or lacking mercy or not having charity. And so frequently enough, I'll ask the same person, do you know someone who has that virtue, someone who's always patient with you, someone who's always merciful with you, someone who's always charitable towards you? Thank God for them. Befriend them. Spend time with them. You will become like them by virtue of your friendship. St. Paul scolds the, 
the believers who don't realize that bad company corrupt, corrupts good morals. He says it to our shame. What happens then when we befriend all the saints? When we realize that that, that is our company, that they are our jury, they are our friends. They are where we want to be. They've trodden the road that we hope to tread. It is normal for God to work miracles. It is normal for God to take bread and wine and turn it into the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus. And it will be normal and miraculous for him to turn all of us into his saints. To him be the glory and honor and praise forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.